Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hello, 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 my loves, my friends, my community. I'm just so excited as always, but I'm especially really grateful today and inspired to be talking with you about this topic of community. I'm going to be touching just briefly on what it is, how it's changed. Maybe there's some challenges and necessities of being in a community, the underutilized power of communities, and also the support and healing available in community. And the reason that I'm talking about this topic right now is that besides being part of a really amazing women's community called 13 Moons for just under three years now, I love this community so much. And just like with all communities, it has its ups and its downs, but it's been a really beautiful container. And in addition to that community, I had one of the most profound transformational experiences thus far in my life last weekend. And I'm still honestly struggling to figure out how to verbalize what it is that happened. I had an experience that I don't think I've fully integrated and I can't really put it all into words, but I'm definitely going to try. So the scenario is that I went camping with a group of mostly strangers, minus the four people that I did know, and it was on private land in Wisconsin, and the event was called a sacred fire circle. And I didn't at all know what to expect, really, but I just knew that when my friend was describing it, it felt like a yes, Uh, but the experience, like I said, it still left me integrating and contemplating honestly what in the hell happened. Here's the thing. It was super grueling. It was really hard. And that experience pushed me to my edges in every way. But the benefits have definitely outweighed the hardship. And I would say like most things in life that are hard or hard to come by that we really want, the reward is usually high. And I will liken this experience to a similar thing in that the human being, a lot of us tend to want to push ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually through. Sometimes that can look like running a triathlon or a marathon or hiking a mountain or biking across the United States because these things push us physically and mentally, and also spiritually. And I feel like that's what this thing was for me, in hindsight, especially. And so I'm going to read you just a little snippet that I ended up writing after the event, and upon reflection. So I ended up snapping this selfie in a small mirror hanging from my tent. It was around 11 p.m. I had only slept for a couple hours and I had just gotten ready for my first night of my first sacred fire circle experience. 
not knowing what to expect, but knowing that putting on makeup in my tent at dark only after two hours of sleep was challenging to say the least and comical to boot. The wise eyes looking back at me in the mirror, those precious eyes of mine, they know so much and they knew. They knew that I needed to be there to experience that experience, that transformation that I did. Sleep deprived, I couldn't have known yet what was waiting for me in the evening circle to come and in the next two evening all night fire circles that followed. We circled in community from dusk until dawn for three nights with little sleep during the day. We intentionally altered our sleep-wake cycles and circadian rhythms along with using fire, dance, drumming, and singing to access altered states more readily without external substances. I was about to go on a sacred and radical expedition into myself and into the service of holding amazing space for others to be in their process, whatever that looked like. I went spelunking into my shadows, into the caverns, and I was led ultimately to more light. I pushed up against my edges, and I definitely met more of myself there. I suspected but I did not know to what extent that the world I was about to enter of sacred fire circle would forever leave its mark. And I know that I will be processing and integrating this experience for a while, I suspect. And when I do, I will be processing it with a tremendous amount of gratitude and reverence for the true power of community and the alchemy of the space that was held and the fire that burned. So that's a little snippet that I wrote uh, after I returned and just upon reflection. And, you know, community, it is so different for people. So we can ask multiple peoples about communities. Some people might feel traumatized or jaded or hurt by different communities. Other people might have their best, most joyous, sacred experiences in community. And most of us, if we're privileged enough, we have several communities. For some, it might be your church or your workplace, maybe your school. Maybe it's a neighborhood that you live in or your city, or it might be a group that you belong to on purpose because you share values, goals, or ideals. I decided to look up the definition of community because I feel like that's always interesting and it's kind of a good baseline. And so the dictionary defines community as a unified body of individuals or a group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. It also says community is a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, or goals. And I think that, you know, not so long ago, We needed a community. We needed the tribe to physically survive, and it was based on geographical proximity. We needed to rely on each other, for example, for reproduction and to help care for others' children and to help the the tribe care for our children 
and we found food and we shared resources and labor and so much more. And, you know, to leave the tribe at some point in our human history could mean literal death. We wouldn't probably survive if we were extricated or left the tribe. We really needed each other to live. And that was in a really physical way. But now in our modern world, that's not really the case. Yes, pooling finances and our resources or, you know, sharing responsibilities of life is still a way of life that we have. And it's super nice and helpful. But the truth is, it's not really necessary for our physical survival in most people's cases. I understand that not everyone is that privileged and some people do still need community for physical survival, but a lot of people do not. And how community, I see at least in this culture, existing is within the structure of couples, right? We get coupled up and rely on more of our spouse for that support in the most intimate way rather than relying on or sharing resources with a whole tribe or community. Now, there's exceptions to that. A lot of people take community really seriously. A lot of people have really strong church communities or other communities that they feel really interwoven with. But for many people in this modern time, community seems to be sort of an optional thing that's fun or social and quote unquote additional. But I would say from my lens, it's not really considered a main thing for most people. And again, I'm not speaking for everybody, but it seems like it's not a main thing that is a serious commitment of service and participation or that community is participated in with any longevity. And I think a lot of times, you know, people come and go, people are moving, people have things come up. Uh, So this is understandable. But because we have the option to be mobile, we're not in the same geographical place our whole lives in many cases. Uh, Many people tend to think more about also how they can benefit and not what they can do for a community. And It was really interesting because in my 13 Moons women's group community, we talked about this a couple months ago. And I have to say, until this last experience in the fire circle, I was more in this camp. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think that I did have what turns out to be more of, I would say, a surface level understanding of the power, the potency, and the importance of community. But this weekend, being in this particular community of the Sacred Fire Circle, it deepened my perspective in such an embodied way about how beautiful and healing and supportive community can be. So now... I feel like I can say that I do more completely comprehend the value of community in my life and also in all of our lives, and not just as an optional side dish, but as the main course. And it really made me feel like when we talk about the concept of unity and how we're all connected and we're all one, 
this was a really good demonstration this weekend for me of the power of that connectedness and of the importance of it. And so I think that the words will never do justice to this experience. Again, I'm still attempting to make sense of it as I integrate and as I record this episode, just wanting to try to convey some of the things that I'm feeling and these ideas about community. And, you know, I think we severely underutilize the power we have when powerful individuals with intention and heart work together in cooperation and in community instead of relying on the rugged individualism and competition that many of us have been raised with or programmed with. I just think as individuals and as humans and as a collective, we could go so much further and faster if we pooled resources, consciousness, if we shared ideas, if we worked more together, if we prayed and healed together, and if we laughed and cried together. And I know that part of this is not our fault. It's just that most of us live in this modern society and we live in cities and we live in four walls that separate us and we don't know our neighbors. And it's hard to be vulnerable when the world seems so rough and tough. And, you know, our friends that we might feel closest to either might move away or live across town or even in different states or countries. And then if we're new to a community, we might feel like an outsider or not really know where to go. Or maybe we just don't realize the importance of community in our lives. Wherever you are uh, in that spectrum is okay. I'm realizing that being part of a community, though, it takes work and dedication. And it's valuing, I think, the other people in the community just as much as yourself or your family. And, you know, behaving in a way that communicates that dedication, love and support. And I think it also looks like a willingness to have crucial conversations that may be difficult, but instead of running away or talking bad about someone, to have the willingness to talk through things when it gets hard or and and or looking within and doing the personal shadow work to deal with whatever is coming up for you that this person or group of people's triggered in you. And rather than ignoring it or running away from the person or issue or blaming the other person, that you confront it in a way that's useful. And if it's not a healthy situation, then it may look like setting healthy boundaries to keep you safe or getting, you know, a therapist or coach to help you work through some of the stuff that is coming up in community. But that's the thing, too, is why are we so siloed in our approach to healing? And I love that we have therapy and coaching, but I love the idea of group coaching or group therapy or being in community and holding space for one another intentionally and hearing each other's words and stories and pains and joys. You know, being in community, to me, 
means being able to hold space by being present with someone and also directing energy from the universe toward another person as they might process something difficult. It's that willingness, I think, to be vulnerable and share my truth, even if it's ugly or hard or painful. And then that in turn, that courage is going to give someone else the courage to maybe share their truth. And as we know, or maybe we don't know, when we go into the shadows, when we confront the thing that we want to avoid, that's where healing happens. And that's where we get oftentimes our power back. And a little bit of our own power is reinstated when we can face the things that we we most want to run from or hide. And I think also being in community is the willingness to witness another when we're in pain, when someone's telling a hard truth or telling an important story that means something to them. But it is also cultivating and I think experiencing joy and holding space for the joy and the celebrations of life and for supporting one another and for encouragement. I also think it's a willingness just like we should or ideally would do in our lives. And I know this is a work in progress for all of us because we're human beings, but it's this willingness to not take things personal. And if you do, maybe just acknowledge that there's something more there for you to do work on, on yourself. And I think being in community, it's important that there's agreements in that there's assumption of positive intent until proven otherwise. And I also think community ideally should be non-judgmental and deeply listening from the heart space for the most profound healing and growth. I don't know exactly what community is, and I'm still going to be exploring that idea, but this is what I know. After having this profound experience that I had of healing and growth, and I would even say transformation to some degree, I understand now more deeply the real power and necessity of community. And you know, everyone had their own experience at this circle, but all of it was possible because of the service of every other individual in that community holding sacred space with presence. And you know, community seems like it's optional, but I think for our true growth, healing, and creation, and for other things, we would just be so much wiser to work together more often. And we really do need each other today in our modern world, maybe more than we realize. I know many people, though, are wounded deeply by different communities and have some trauma about being in community. And this, too, is a reality and a part of life and a part of maybe being in a community, whether it was optional for you or not. But because this is such a deep and broad topic, I am planning to have several more people on to explore this topic of community over the next month or so. So be on the lookout for some follow-up episodes for folks who want to discuss more nuanced aspect of community with me. And so stay tuned for those. And thank you so much as always for being with me today. And I'm just curious... Where have you maybe been of service to a community that you felt proud of? Or where have you maybe been uplifted 
by a community or felt like you belonged and maybe what community are you wanting more of in your life and also just another question for contemplation is what does community mean for you and do you have you had a good experience with community or have you had a really challenging experience let me know and looking forward to being with you again next week and hey i also want to invite you to join me for my six-month coaching program I'll work with just you one-on-one and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside.